0: This is the Adventure Girl Podcast with hosts Deanna Hemmons and Michelle Shanklin. Hey guys, welcome to episode three. Today we're going to dive into an intro into our pups. So continuing the theme of introductions... Um, If you follow our Instagram accounts, uh, our personal Instagram accounts, you're going to see they're basically dog accounts. So we thought it was really important to include them in the introductions, and that'll wrap up this intro to the adventure girls, intro to the adventure pups. So doing a little bit of housekeeping before we dive into that. We did start a podcast-specific Instagram, which is... You know, we're super brilliant here. The Adventure Girl Podcast is the Instagram handle. So head on over there and give us a follow. We're going to be posting behind-the-scenes pictures. We might bring in some tips and tricks. We're not really sure where it's going, but it'll be fun wherever it goes. So head on over and follow that account as well. well. All right, we're actually together today. Yes, in the same room. And the dogs are here, which is only... Yeah, it's just how our lives are. So if you hear some background noise, sorry about that. It's the pups. They're both here hanging out with us. So uh, let's just dive in. So Deanna,
1: why did you choose Tula, her breed? Yeah. So Tula is a German Shepherd. Uh, She turned three in November. Uh, She's been with us since she was seven weeks old. Uh, and she was just a wee little seven-pound pup, and now she's a 70-pound beast. But uh, um, we picked Tula. Uh, German Shepherd's actually our first breed now. Um, she's our very first dog with Nick. But we picked Tula and German Shepherds because we wanted a companion um, in a dog that did have the ability to adventure, did have the ability to um, pick up things easily not be scared of things um for us it was important to have like a very active dog um who is smart and uh was easily trainable and uh we found that in more in tula uh i'm sure we'll talk about dog training in a future (laughs) episode but uh German Shepherd's not the easiest breed, especially when it's your first. Uh, so like tiny disclaimer, um, you know, we weren't the smartest when we did that, but we've taken into account like her needs and uh, what, what she needs from us as owners um, to be responsible with her. So yeah, Tula um, is our first dog. She loves adventure and definitely one of the reasons why we've like pushed ourselves to get out more. Um and I think I've really enjoyed that aspect of having Tula as well. Um, so I know you probably had similar reasons for getting uh Feeny and I guess Miss Chunka, <laughs> who's <Yes>. recently <laughs> passed, but uh if you let us know a little bit about why you got Feeny, I'm sure we can talk a little bit about their adventures together too. Yeah,
0: I think you hit the nail on the head though. I, I don't wanna bypass this because I think it's so important people see our breeds and phoenix is a little bit different because he's part belgian malinois but they see the breed in the news they see the breed as a police canine or took down baghdaddy and they're like oh i want that dog but you said something very (laughs) smart you even though you didn't know what you were getting you took into account her needs so once you get a dog they are for life you know in my opinion so that's, I think that's like the key part. If you guys took anything from that, take that if you're looking at getting a German Shepherd, they have needs. They have needs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of needs. Lots of needs. <laughs> So for Phoenix, I've had a German Shepherd before. My very first dog as an adult was a horrendously behaved uh, German Shepherd mix named Paxton. And even though he was horrendously behaved, there was something about the sticky nature yep. of a shepherd, um, and by sticky they they stick to the owner they they have one person that is like theirs, and they go to the bathroom with them, they watch them when they're in shower, which sounds super strange, I know, but they're they're very loyal and very attuned to that person, and I thrived on that yep. So when Paxton passed away, I had Chunka, who was a Chow Shepherd mix, polar opposite. Um, I did not choose her, Paxton chose her, long story. But when I got Feeny, I was specifically looking for an older German Shepherd. Um, in, In Arizona, and I won't get into huge details, but in Arizona, there is a lot of poor breeding behaviors. So a lot of the older German Shepherds are actually aggressive. And I'm not just saying they're aggressive, even though they're reacting from fear, they're truly aggressive. It's just, there's something about the breeding in this area. So I ran into a lot of problems. And so I decided to get a puppy because I knew that was the only way I could keep Chanka safe. And I was denied by every rescue because I didn't have a backyard. Mm. Um, so I fell into Feeny because he was bred from two working line dogs. So a working line, Czech shepherd, German shepherd. And a working line Belgian Malinois. I'd never had a Belgian before, and I would say Feeny's personality is more Belgian than Shepard. He's I crazy. Agree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got an extra level of cray. But for me, I chose the breed for their stickiness, as well as like you said, their yeah. ability to. <laughs> we've got one like trying to climb into the phone right now, um, <laughs> as well as their no, uh, the ability to learn. Um, and then for me, I like a dog that keeps me crazy active, which sounds weird, but I wouldn't walk. I wouldn't hike. I wouldn't run as much as I do without a dog and Feeny requires so much of that. So that's, that's why I chose the breed. It really fits my lifestyle. Um, even though they do have their drawbacks for me, I don't plan on having children. I don't, you know. I'm single, so I have all the time in the world to invest in him, and so that's that's why I went with the breed,
1: because <laughs> I'm crazy. Yeah, well, when you said, uh, <laughs> like, the sticky dog or whatever, yeah. so sometimes you'll hear people call it Velcro dogs, yeah. and I think one thing to note about both Feeney and Tula as well is they're very much, like, you could tell that they're herding dogs and herding breed dogs yes. because... When we do these outdoor things, when we're with groups of people and we're hiking or camping, they always want to make sure the group is together Mm -hmm. and safe. And we'll do laps around everybody and, like, definitely herd the dogs to the campfire. (laughs) Um, But that's definitely something I like about Tula as well um, is her kind of like velcro personality. Um, And I say that because, like, when we're adventuring outside, um, Tula is trained to, to do really well off leash, right? Mm -hmm. So we do, we, we invested a lot of time and effort in making sure she was off leash reliable. Um, there's a lot of training that went into that. Um, we also use what's called, uh, an e-caller, uh, for when we're outdoor adventuring. Um, so even though we don't have an actual physical line attached to her, Um, we do have a physical connection just to remind her in case of emergency that animals we're here, uh, you got to listen. Um, but in any case that like Velcro personality works so well in our favors, um, when we're outdoor adventuring, because the second that we're out of line of sight or like they think we're too far, Mm -hmm. they immediately stop and come and find us and try to hurt us and make sure that, (laughs) (laughs) that we're around. So um from my perspective that's something i actually really love about um both the pups cuz they don't they don't go far. You never have no. to worry about them taking off. Um you know, they always want to make sure their people are good. So that's something i i really enjoy about the pups. So.
0: Yeah, yeah, i would i would have to agree. It makes it i think it goes in line with how you said you chose, you know, you chose a dog that wanted to adventure and when you choose a dog not only do you have to look at are they capable of adventuring but is it the kind of adventuring you're going to do you know so you might not want a dog with you know crazy high prey drive that's known as a runner if you're going to be outdoor adventuring and you want them off leash a lot um you know where i also i live you know we live in arizona i would not go get you know, a wolf dog with a super thick coat (laughs) and expect it to go running every day with me, you know? So I think you made like really key points there. I'm I'm picking the dog. The stickiness helps use their behaviors to To your your advantage, advantage. you know, versus working against behaviors. And, um, yeah, so awesome.
1: So, we've talked a little bit about the dogs now. Um, So, I guess the next (laughs) natural progression would be to talk about how Michelle and I actually met. So, do you remember the first time we met or the first time we actually started talking to each other? I do. So, we met off of Instagram. Surprise. (laughs) Right?
0: Are you surprised? Um, You saw me somewhere. Yes. She slid into my DMs, people. Slid into her DMs. And... Then we chatted for quite a while and I'm gonna give a little background. So Feeny is not great with other dogs. He is not aggressive. He will not react to a dog, but introductions to other dogs I don't generally allow. Um, He loves littles. Little dogs are his jam. He's adorable with them. He lays down, but he has trouble understanding that he's not an alpha so a lot of other dogs he tries to like position and it doesn't always end well (laughs) for him so I didn't really have friends with dogs because I just really wasn't sure how he was gonna behave but in talking with Dee I was like wait a second we have the same base in training our dogs have the same boundaries we use the same tools I'm like this could work Mm-hmm. so we went to she's got a park near her that is off leash um it's not a dog park but your dogs can be off leash and because both of ours are solid and recall and because I don't allow on leash introductions at all I was like okay this could work so we met at the park it it was the when the field was flooded
1: so right oh was that the
0: first time or was that maybe I, that wasn't the first time oh it was the first okay time. it was, it was yeah. definitely
1: the first time because the dogs yeah. just like ran yeah. crazy around and yeah. all the
0: and that helped the having they had balls they you know they weren't it wasn't like we put them in a room and we're like here have fun that would have ended poorly Like <laughs> that would have ended so like they can be there now okay. but that took some time it did um yeah. but yeah so we met at the park we kind of distracted them with balls and water and we're like okay this worked and and they've they've learned they test boundaries sometimes but they correct each other and you know Dee didn't freak out when Phoenix corrected Tula I didn't freak out when Tula corrected Phoenix.
1: yeah um we allowed that naturally to happen and I think that's important yeah. for them to set the boundaries and what's important to them and their yeah. relationship and not us to intervene obviously like if they're doing something stupid we yeah. do take a you know take action but if they're just saying hey man I don't like when you do that I, that's totally appropriate for us and Um, I think the one other thing that we both were intrigued by is we were both very much into adventure and that kind of ties us into the podcast again, um, both of our, um, Instagram accounts. So before I had Tula, I had a different Instagram account that was centered more around like Arizona and adventures in Arizona, uh, like the beauty Arizona holds, uh, in its desert And, um, I think that's when Michelle and I had first kind of touched Tula or no, it was D in the desert, D in the desert. desert And now it's Tula in the desert. So the the gears have shifted a little bit, but, um, nonetheless, I think we both realized that we both like to do the same types of things outside of just the dogs. Um, so from that perspective, I think it was an exciting aspect of it for me to say, Hey, like I could have someone I could take on adventures with me with our dogs, um, because it's it's a little bit different like you have to gauge how you you adventure based on the dogs too and like where you go and what you do I mean we take our dogs almost everywhere with us so it definitely was a big factor in saying like hey I I found someone I could take our dogs on adventures with and and it's okay that we get up at six in the morning when we camp (laughs) because both the dogs are awake, you know, not just, not just my crazy. So, um, I think that's definitely like another reason why we said, Hey, this might, this might work out. So, and we put some effort in, you know,
0: like I guess I bring it back to all adventures, you know, even going to a, you know, a coffee shop with a friend and sitting on a small patio. If you have two dogs that don't jive, that's, Painful, So it's like I didn't even do that kind of stuff with other people who had dogs. So it's not just like the big crazy adventures. It's just nice to have a friend who we can brunch. You know, we can go to Oso with our dogs and have dollar mar- or one cent mimosa <laughs> so, and need yeah. her fiancé at the time to pick us up because we were um, having a little too much fun. But like those are, and I think that's what we both were attracted to. It was like, wait a second, like this is finally somebody that, I can do all the things with yeah Um, and we both put in work with our dogs you know we both we had some things that we both needed to fix over the last what two Two years years. that we've known each other and so our dogs have grown Mm -hmm. and you know now like Feeny stayed over here without me you know Tula I've house sat with both of them and they have their 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 boundaries but um, they make it work yeah they make (laughs) it work and I'm gonna tell a really funny story because My mom actually made me think about this. So both of us are kind of known for our buns. Oh, yeah. Our (laughs) hair
1: buns, not the buns buns. Maybe our buns buns, too, but mainly the hair buns. But our
0: hair buns. (laughs) Um, And I think what is hilarious is we both have black hair, and both of our hair is generally in a bun. Hers is usually on more of the back of her head, and mine's, like, right on top of my head. (laughs) We both used to dance. Yes, both project managers. So it was just kind of, like fate. I met somebody whose hair is always in a bun too. And um, my mom noticed my, I was at a event of my brother's and she's like, I knew it was you from your bun. And it made me think about, I was like, wait a second. Dee's known for her bun too. Yep. <laughs> I was, so it's, you know, it's all the things. That's, yep. that's, I think why our friendship was cemented. And then uh, her husband is one of my other best friends. Like he's amazing. And uh, they're like family. So uh, you never know what you're going to find on Instagram. True.
1: Instagram friends. <laughs> lifetime. Lifetime friendship. Those, those DMs aren't always so bad. Yeah. I know. We went from like <laughs> slipping into each other's DMs to like Michelle being my bridesmaid. Yes. Three months ago. So, yes. you know, how yes. how the world changes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, as, as for adventuring with the pups, like... You know, we we did our little trial run with the dogs, um, you know, at the park. (laughs) Tula is now hugging me.
0: (laughs) And they're (laughs) scary.
1: So that's part of having dogs, right? I'm sure you guys are all familiar with that. Um, But, you know, going into adventures, we gave it a trial run. We said, okay, these dogs, they do good. We kind of watched them really understand each other's boundaries pretty quickly. And uh the first thing I think we did together was take them on a hike um to the Salt River, yes. which is a nice like outdoorsy area not too far from where mm-hmm. I live. Um they have a river there, like nice mountains, desert landscape, and both of our dogs love playing in the mm-hmm. water. So I think that was our first adventure and um we let them run around and have a good time and man, they loved it. So
0: I'm just I'm smiling and laughing over here because The other key reason why we get along is we take
1: excessive amounts of photos. Oh, God,
0: yes.
1: (laughs) And thankfully, Nick plays Instagram husband for both of us. I was just thinking about that first time,
0: and... I was like nervous because I was like oh I've never been to this area of the Salt River and I knew how many photos I would want to take and then she like beats me like we share a Google Drive on trips and she'll be like four times the amount of me and I'm like yes
1: I found my match you know you especially with dogs in my humble opinion you have to take like 9,000 photos because they like one of them well especially with two dogs you gotta take a bajillion photos because you know, they one of them's like <laughs> licking the other one's face, or one of them's got its eyes no closed, ears. or barking, yeah. or blurry. So you know, but well, you have the better phone than me too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: your pictures are better. iPhone versus, you know, <laughs> well, no, it's, it's all good. Truly, though, she has the coolest phone for photos. So like, if she's taking them, I just kind of let her. Um, But that is probably, like, one of the biggest things I remember about that first adventure. It was like, oh, my God, I don't have to be weirded out because I'm taking so many photos. Like, she's just right there with me taking just as many photos. So, it worked (laughs) out perfectly. What was – I think our first camping trip was a group trip, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was to Bear – was it to Bear Canyon Lake? Yeah. That was our first group. So, it was, like, not just – us camping, which we've only done a few times. Um, it was a group trip. So yeah, and I think yeah. we had another dog with us too, right? We had two dogs. We had mm-hmm. Abby and Jackson. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was, oh, cause you, you still had Chunko with you. Yeah. Yeah. I remember this. Okay. Yeah. yeah it was a lot of dogs, which was actually an interesting, um, camping trip because yeah. you always kind of worry about interactions and how all of them are going to mm-hmm. do um, together, especially if some have to stay on leashes and others don't, yeah. but, um, you know, I'm sure we'll get into that subject in another future podcast yeah. and but how to handle yeah that situation. But yeah, that was
0: our first camping
1: trip. And that was a ton of fun. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. I think so too. much fun.
0: So much fun. Good group of dogs. Um, yeah. God, that feels like so long ago. Yeah. So long ago.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, you know, one thing about us is, Despite everything we do for work and home life and everything else, we love to adventure and we love to bring our dogs with us. Um, So, we just wanted to make sure all of you guys also got a little bit of background on our furry friends, um, Tula and Phoenix. Um, You know, going forward, we'll definitely be talking about adventures and, you know, uh, how we handle adventuring and what we do to have fun. Um, and a lot of that is going to include Tula and Phoenix. Um, so we just wanted to kind of let you guys know, uh, who they are. Um, you'll hear their names come up a lot. So we just wanted to make sure that they got a proper introduction as well. Um, they're a huge part of our lives, huge part of our adventuring, um, big part of the inspiration behind a lot of our adventuring. My entire Instagram account. You won't see, you
0: won't see me very often. Um, <laughs> well, I think, and that's part of it too, and topics we'll probably cover is photography by yourself. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. most of the time on a lot of my day to day ventures, I'm by myself. So, I'm taking photos of just him. Um, so that's why it's just pretty much a dog Instagram account. Um, but, hey, it introduced me to you, so it works. Yeah, make it work. So one final question before we wrap up today, because I don't think we need to enter the dogs out. <laughs> what <laughs> – I mean, we could talk about him all day. All day. But I don't think you all want to hear about him all not. day. Um, what is the thing you work on with Tula the most dog training-wise? Oh,
1: that has affected adventuring so let's I'll, I'll give you i 'll give you a narrow that way it 's not just this big one okay, yeah, so I think there's two two aspects to this um, so i 'm going to give a two part answer. One of them is obviously like our uh off leash recall um, so how how well she does when um, we're adventuring and she 's off leash just making sure that she always comes back um when you call her. Super key. Very key. (laughs) Um and just having the confidence in that relationship. So I think like a lot of it is building um like a foundation of that relationship and and that trust between the two of you. And so much more goes into that than just training like off leash in a recall, right? Uh, I'm sure anyone with a dog knows that. But I would say that's one of the biggest things. I always carry a treat pouch. So even when we're adventuring and camping, and by treat pouch, I mean a fanny pack. And it's really cool. Don't judge. Um, <laughs> I carry one too. I'm not judging. But um, <laughs> they're cool again. I, I, would, I mean, there are some really expensive ones, but mine's like $15 <laughs> off Amazon. I do. Um, so, you know, I think off-leash recall is huge. Um, always making sure that they are engaged and having fun with that. But then the other one is also just being good around lots of people and lots of dogs and just getting used to like busier environments where they don't always have to be um, like watched and getting paid attention to and they can um, just hang out and not be crazy and all over the place. That's super key. So just like. You know to be able to sit by the fire and chill and not have to worry about her running around and trying to like jump on everybody or play with the dogs and just having that calmness Um, there's a lot of work that goes into that too um that'd be mine so what have you worked on with Feeny for adventuring um whew.
0: I mean obviously recalls a huge one I got really blessed Phoenix is ball driven so if I have a ball he's coming back. Like that's just, that's how life rolls with Feeny. Um, for him, I would actually say most of the work has been on me. Um, I always joke with our trainer. Um, I use Tom Davis currently, who's more of a psychologist than a dog trainer for me. Um, I don't always have the confidence in him that I need, especially around children and around other dogs, and Phoenix is not aggressive. He will not pull, but Phoenix is prey-driven, and he's got strong herding tendencies, yeah. like super duper strong herding, herding tendencies, and he's very vocal. So if a kid goes running by, Fien will bark and get all excited because he wants to run too. It has nothing to do with him wanting to bite. He wants to run. Well, when a herding dog herds, they use their mouth. So they nip you a little on the hip and it does hurt. It's not exactly the most comfortable thing, but I would never want that to happen to a child. Um, so I get very tense around children or around you know adults playing soccer or ball or anything where he's not able to get a ball. And I would say the most work I've had to do is not letting that anxiety go down the leash.
1: Yeah, um, that's huge. Yeah,
0: so for me, it's having confidence in his behaviors, and it's all
1: internal, because mm. if
0: it goes down the leash, it just amps him up. So oddly enough, I think the most work for us has been me.
1: It yeah, is, just yeah. being comfortable being around that, a big yeah. group of people and a bunch of other dogs and letting yeah. him figure it out some of the confidence yeah.
0: in you, Yeah. right? Well, even like, you yeah. know, you've taken him to the park without me, and you're like, he's oh, fine. Oh, he great. He could care less about the kids. But, but... <laughs> because I get anxious, it, it travels down the yeah. leash and it's caused a lot of problems in our relationship. So yeah, oddly
1: enough, all of the work has <laughs> been on
0: me. <laughs> hey, that's, that's very true
1: for me as well because when Tula had some problems like with uh, reactivity... I was really nervous too. And I think so much of that translated to her being nervous yeah, goes and down making the it worse. Yeah. Right. So a lot of that is building that trust and confidence in each other. Yeah. And that goes in baby steps. Right. That doesn't go with like, Hey, let's go camping and see what happens. Yeah. Like, that takes a lot of time and effort. And I yeah. think that's something we both work on all the time, yeah. just because we are a little bit more like high-strung. <laughs> and <Just> a little. <laughs> that impacts our dogs as yeah. well. So, Especially learning- when you have
0: high-strung dogs. Oh gosh, yeah. So,
1: so yeah. learning that balance and learning how to be a good handler is a really important part of adventuring successfully with your dog it's like the first 12 (laughs) weeks
0: of my dog training career was like leave the dog at home you're a hot mess um (laughs) just bring yourself so as my dog sleeps right now so that tells you right right along the way that it's it's a lot of internal so for me that was just absolutely key but uh I think that comes with time as well and learning and Lots of dog trainers. I've had like five.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and, and either way, if that's, you know, if that's not something that's up your alley, I think in general, just taking the opportunity to start like the same as we've discussed before, pushing yourself and your boundaries yep. a little bit more and bringing your dog with you on that. Yep. Because I don't think anything I've done with Tula, especially when we were first building our relationship was comfortable, right? Like Mm-mm. how is Tula going to do on our first adventure? <laughs> well, we're going to find out together. Let's right? go see. And, and being ready to, to deal with them as they both bark. <laughs> um, so, you know, with that, I think there's a lot um, that we'll end up talking about our dogs and their adventures. Um, and, you know, we hope that you'll be able to bring your furry creatures with you on future adventures You have, um, and talk to us about anything that you'd like to talk about. Um, so give us a shout out. If you have any questions about adventuring with your pups, we would love to um, bring those into our future topics and podcasts. But um, we hope you've enjoyed this episode and enjoyed learning a little bit about our furry companions and adventure buddies And uh, we look forward to hearing some about yours. So,
0: And hang in with us because next week we're going to kind of continue this topic a little bit. And we're going to talk about mental health and adventuring. So how adventuring can actually help your mental health. So hit that subscribe button if you want to follow us along with our journey. And we can't wait to see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.